Welcome to our Streams International Ministry Podcast with Prophet Jared Nusulu, PhD, and Prophetess Gabriella Nusulu. Experience prophetic revelation teachings, personal prophecies, healing, deliverance, breakthrough. You are now listening to a teaching recorded at one of our live church services. Philippians chapter 2. Verse 25 to 30. Philippians chapter 2, verses 25 to 30. 1, 2, 3, go. And he that ministered to my wants. For he longed after you all and was full of heaviness because that ye had heard that he had been sick. For he, indeed he was sick nigh unto death, but God had mercy on him, and not on him only, but on me also, lest I should have sorrow upon sorrow. I sent him therefore the more carefully that when ye see him again, ye may rejoice and that I may be less sorrowful. Receive him therefore in the Lord with all gladness, and hold such in reputation. Because for the work of Christ he was nigh unto death, not regarding his life, to supply your lack of service toward me. Someone say, uh-oh. Uh-oh. You see that verse, the last, the last verse is very disturbing. I want you to display the last verse again. That verse is very disturbing. The Bible says, because for the work of Christ, he was nigh unto death. Now, ordinarily, we should have said, because of the work of Christ, he was full of life. But the Bible says, this guy, he was nigh unto death. Because of what? The work of Christ. And he made the mistake of not regarding his life. Why? Because there was so much need, so much work to be done to supply your lack of service toward me. So in other words, the guy overworked himself because others were not doing the work. Instead of the apostle Paul had a lot of sons and daughters in the Lord. And he had so many churches that he had planted and he was their apostle. And those churches were supposed to be sending money to Apostle Paul. Sending food to Apostle Paul. And also among the people, there were people who were supposed to be protocoling Apostle Paul. Walking around with Apostle Paul. Waking with Apostle Paul. Cooking food for Apostle Paul. Doing all that stuff for Apostle Paul. So that Apostle Paul could be released to do the work of the ministry. You know, yesterday I was thanking my family. I said, I thank my family because they have released me to do the work of the gospel. My wife does not even allow me to step my feet in the kitchen. 
She told me from today, I never want you to see, to see you cooking in this kitchen. I'll be cooking because I want you to concentrate on the work of the Lord. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. And because the, the point is, I can, I'm a very good cook. Yeah. Me. These hands, you think the anointing is only for the pulpit? <laughs> the anointing also works in the kitchen. Oh, yes. Me, when I cook, you think it's not chicken. I'm telling you. I do crazy stuff with chicken. In the anointing. Ask me how. How? Because I test the end product before I begin to cook. So I know what I need to do to get there. But that's beside the point. The point is, they have allowed me to do the work of the gospel. Are you hearing me? So they have taken off some, some things that I should have been doing in the house. They don't allow me even to clean in the house. I'm telling you. Not that I, didn't, I don't know how. I used to clean a lot. But they said, no, no, listen. There's a lot of work to be done. So we can't afford you clean here, you cook here, and then you go fast there, pro there. It will not work. So let's take things that we can take. I was talking to my daughter this morning, uh, Fatsan, when we were coming. I said, you see, whenever something has been done in the house, that I should have done it. You have freed me to do something. Is that making sense? Oh, yes. Yeah, it, for me, it's a big help. Ask these guys. I tell them. If 30 minutes, 30, 30 minutes huh, of something that you can do versus that same 30 minutes for me to do the thing. I'd rather give you the 30 minutes. Go do the thing. Give me the 30 minutes. Let me go and pray. Because the product and the result and the productivity that we have in the speed for 30 minutes of prayer, that, that, that thing can change a whole nation. Oh, yes. Other than I give you 30 minutes for you to go and pray and then me, I'm busy cooking. Because your prayer can only change probably. Hey. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Are you getting me? If I gave you the same 30 minutes, can you go and pray? That 30 minutes, like, oh, Father. Father. Oh, Father. Life is so tough. Oh, Father. Then you, you go on WhatsApp. Hi. But for me, that 30 minutes, when I go, Rikataya, Kita, Roto, Kusta, Epai, Katei. Hey, Father, I'm seeing you are changing PNG. I can oh, see, Father, yeah. you are changing Noru. I can see, Father, you are changing Nui. I can see, Father, you are touching New Zealand. I decree and I declare, whatsoever demonic activity happening in Australia, break in the name of Jesus. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Because oh, yeah. I can see what I'm talking about in the spirit. So my prayer will do more in that 30 minutes than having the 30 minutes me doing some menial works in the house. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, Apostle Paul had all these sons and daughters who should have been doing the work of the ministry. But they backed out. Now, they left Timothy and Epaphroditus. These two guys. So, if you read area only, he's talking about Timothy. And then he comes to Epaphroditus. He said, this guy called Epaphroditus, he worked so hard, he didn't regard his own life. And he was nigh unto death. This is disturbing. 
Because most of us, we assume saving God will always make you have a lot of life. But you can die early. Appear before God. God says, what are you doing here? How did you come here? It's not your time. But I'm here. God says, wait a minute. How did you get here? It's not your time. It's not your time. What are you doing here? But Lord, didn't you see the way I was working so hard? Day and night. I didn't even have time to sleep. I didn't have time to rest. I was waking. God, I was preaching everywhere. God says, oops. Oops. Didn't you read in my scripture that there has to be a time of rest? Oh, yes. Someone say rest. Rest. Someone say rest. Rest. And if there's a demon which is never given to prayer, is fatigue. Fatigue, you can't cast it out. Even the most anointed man, he will die early because of fatigue. I've seen prophets dying because of fatigue. That one, the, the one you think was the most powerful prophet, he died because of fatigue. Waking too hard. Waking too much. No time to rest. At a very young age, appeared in heaven. Very bad. The one you think is the most anointed man in the Bible, the friend of God, he died at the age of 70. And the Bible says he was full of days and very old. Seventy. Very old. They even put a girl in the blanket. Okay, forget it. Go deeper. I will not go deeper than that. <laughs> On this one, I refuse to go deeper. But the point I'm saying is, he died at the age of 70. He was very old. The God said, no, no, I will not even allow you to build my house because you've been a man of war from your youth. So in other words, from when the guy was only a teenager, he's been in battle after battle, battle after battle, battle after battle. No time to rest, no time to recuperate, no time to recover, no time to sit back and reflect, no time to allow his body you know, to, 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 to come back to normality. Fasting after fasting, he says, oh Lord, my bones are hitting each other because of fasting. You know, you, you think you fast, me I fast. Are you hearing me? Me, I what? Fast. I had to tell my wife, I said, honey, I'm on break from fasting. Ask her. I was coming from fasting into fasting. If I switch from the one you eat at night, I switch to the one where I'm eating nothing. When I'm talking about eating nothing, not even water, I'll be counting days. I don't count it two, three days. I count it days. I make sure I finish one hand. I'm going into the next hand. Nothing. I'm hitting nine days. By the time I'm done there, I just eat for a few days. I go back into another fast. It was fasting. After, and then I discovered something. My body began to misbehave. Hear me? You've got only one body. If you wreck that one body, angels will be very happy to welcome you home. It's in your Bible. 
Second Corinthians chapter 5. It's not in the Old Testament. You think it's Habakkuk somewhere in Genesis. No, it's in the New Testament. Second Corinthians chapter 5. Look at it. Go there, verse number one. It's even verse number one, not even the last verse. <laughs> Look at it, Second Corinthians chapter 5, from verse number one. You see what the Bible says there. Three, two, one. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God and house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Says we know. It's not something that we believe. We know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were what? Dissolved. So in other words, your body is capable of being dissolved. So the question is, what can it dissolve your body? An accident in a car can dissolve your body. It can break it and mango it up. Huh? Sickness and disease can what? Dissolve your body. It can attack it so much so that body parts begin to disintegrate. And then the body dissolves. But there's something can also, that can also dissolve your body. And that is fatigue. Mm, oh, yes. Burn out, it's called burn out. It's called burn out. In other words, you're burnt out. Burn out can also dissolve your body. So the Bible says, if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we don't have to... So, no, no, I don't have any more house. There's another house the other side. <laughs> Made by God. <laughs> but oops, when you're in that house, will not allow you here. You become illegal. You become an alien on earth. You become illegal. Because only people with this tabernacle are allowed on earth. Oh, yes. Anybody who checks out of this earthly house, that one it becomes an illegal alien on earth. Angels pick them up to the other dimension. So Epaphroditus worked so hard, no time to rest. The Bible says because of the work of Christ, ah, it disturbs me a lot. It disturbs me a lot. Because of the work of Christ. It says because of the work. This is King James Version. It's not TPT. <laughs> or the message translation. It's original English. Because it's because for the work of Christ. He was what? Nigh unto death. There is no medication, my sons and daughters, that it treats burnout. There's no treatment for burnout. There's no surgery <laughs> that can fix burnout. There's no injection that can fix burnout. There's only one thing that fixes burnout. It is called rest. Oh, yes. Someone say rest. 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 That's the only one thing that fixes burnout. It is called rest. And it's rest for a long time. It may take two years. It may take 36 months. For you to recover from burnout. All you need to do is just eat, sleep, eat, sleep, eat, sleep, eat, sleep. Now people confuse it with the depression. So they go on a depression medication. It just makes things worse. They will never recover. The only thing that fixes burnout is resting. 
eat, sleep, go to the lake, go fishing, go on the boat, come and go kayaking, go snookering, go to Malawi. I mean, oh, I mean, yes. I mean go to Denarau. I connect. The whole, the whole year, 24 months, 12 months just doing that, resting. So Apostle Paul is saying, I am very careful sending him to you. But I don't have a choice. I have to send him to you because you heard that he has been sick. So he'll just want to come and see you guys. But I'm so careful. I don't want him to go back to overworking himself. The reason why he overworked himself is because you guys, you were not helpful. You were not doing your part. So he had to do his part and also do your part. So he ended up overworking himself. Because, you see, some of us, when we are seeing the work of the Lord, we really give ourselves to the work of the Lord. Are you hearing me? Some of us, when it's service, in me, me, I'm, I'm telling you, if you talk about cleaning the church, I was the first cleaner of the church. You talk about setting equipment, I was the first se equipment setter in the church. You talk about any kind of job in the church, I was the first one who did it. Talk about being a worship leader, I was the first worship leader in Streams International. Oh, yes. Not that I know how to play a, a guitar. I thank God the Bible says, make a joyful noise to the Lord. Hey! <laughs> the Bible didn't say, make sweet music to the Lord. It says, make a joyful. Hallelujah! Ah! Yes. God says, yeah, that's my mind right there. He's making a joyful noise unto the Lord. So don't give me a guitar like a prophet. You said you play a guitar. Here's a guitar. <laughs> Leave that to Serevi. <laughs> so when Serevi appeared, I'm like, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Are you getting me? I've got my son in terms of Nathan. When Nathan appeared, I said, hallelujah. You know, that says the Lord. Oh, yes. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? Oh, yes. Streams, it's a very busy ministry. When I say we are busy, I'm, I'm telling you we are busy. I don't think there's another church in Australia which is busier than we are. Even the big ones, we think the big churches. They are not as busy as we are. They may appear on television to be busy. But that's for the screen. After that, they go on private jets. <laughs> That's for another day. We are busy. Where's my other phone? You should have seen my other phone. I've got probably now 2,000 messages. I haven't even opened. I'm not, I'm not talking about 1,000. I'm talking about 2,000 wow. messages. Is this one? Before yesterday. Yeah, this one. I want you to tell me how many messages are here. Okay. <laughs> how many messages are there? Uh, 1,935. Wow. Oh, my Lord. How are you going to read all that? <laughs> 
<laughs> How many missed calls are there already? Twelve missed calls. Twelve missed calls. You see this whole page? Oh. All missed calls. All of them missed calls. All of them missed calls. All of them missed calls. And the messages there are 1,935 messages. <laughs> now tell me, when do I have time to rest? These people, each one of them has got an issue which is critical. Everyone says, maybe it's urgent. What is urgent? So I, I'm like, it's urgent. Hallelujah. So I call back. Tell me, what is urgent? Oh, prophet. My boyfriend didn't send me a message yesterday. <laughs> hey! I sent a message, there's only one tick, prophet. Only one tick. It's urgent. I can't breathe. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? The work that we are doing for this ministry, it's a lot of work. Those people, they are not in a suburb across nations. I've got people from PNG, from Africa, from Europe, from America. They are contacting us, looking for prayer. Looking for prophecy. Speak something, Lord. Speak something, prophet, in my life. My life has been a mess. My whole life. I know that when you speak a word, something will change. But when do I get time to pray? When do I get time to pray? Now, not even prayer. When do I get time to sit down and study the scripture? You know that I'm a walking revelation. Oh, yes. When do I get time to study the scripture? So when my family said, no, 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 prophet, we'll do everything in the house. We just want you to dedicate your life to saving the Lord. They knew what they are doing. They understood what I go through. Are you hearing me? So sometimes, that's why I tell you, don't send me messages. Send messages to Agu. She'll send them to me. Because there now, when I go on my phone, I don't go to check who was sending messages. I go to Agu's number. I, that's the number I go to, number one. Agu. What messages are there? I'll respond. So imagine your message is message number 1,217, uh, somewhere at the bottom. I'll answer you in 2027. <laughs> Assuming no one sends me any more messages from today. So I start answering, responding. Then I'll hit 1,227. It will be you. By that time, you are furious. <laughs> this prophet doesn't care about me. It's very easy for me to be taken over by the work of the Lord and to die young. I refuse to die young. Someone said, I refuse to die young. I refuse to die young. You have to manage your time. 
you have to manage your fatigue. You have to manage your workload. That's why I began to say, if my leaders have got two, three portfolios, I'm taking away one, giving to another person. Why? I want my leaders to have only one portfolio at least as a starter. Are you hearing me? Oh, and yes. I'm encouraging my leaders to go on a break. There was a time I sent Apostle Ali and his wife. I said, you two, get out. I don't want to see you in church on Sunday. I said, if I see you in church, I want to preach to the two of you. <laughs> go away. Amen. So I sent them on a holiday. I paid for the holiday. Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm telling you. I sent them. I said, you two, you work too hard. Because you are the first ones to arrive at church. The last ones to leave. You oh, yes. know everything happening in everywhere, in every department in the ministry. You are in every meeting. Even, even if meetings are about the, the, those yellow lines there outside there, they are part of that meeting. If it's a meeting about food in the kitchen, they are part of that meeting. It's a meeting about the instruments. <laughs> they are part of that. They know everything going on in the ministry. I said, no, no, you two you need to go and rest. My daughter there, she has got the ministry phone. She answers the phone 24-7. Amen. So I say, no, you too, you need to go and rest. Why? Because I understand. If this earthly tabernacle were dissolved, oops, the Bible does not say we have got a second tabernacle on earth. Uh -uh, it says the other tabernacle is in heaven. <laughs> and you want to go there and say, God, can you give me this tabernacle? And then you jump back on earth. No. You break your legs if you jump from heaven. Okay, forget it. You want to come back. They'll keep you there. So each one of us must learn to take care of our bodies. Please never abnormally use your body. Abnormal use of the body is called abuse. Oh, let me say it again. Abnormal use of the body is called abu. Use. Abu is shortcut for abnormal. Abuse. Abu, it's a shortcut for what? Abnormal. So it's not abnormal use. Abnormal use. Abnormal use. No, no, it's too long. So let's do the Australian way shortcut. Abuse. And you call it what? Abuse. Abuse, it's not English. Someone said it's not English. It's not English. Abuse, it's not English. What is English? Abuse. Abuse, abnormal use. So learn not to abnormally use your body. In other words, there's a normal way of using your body. There's an abnormal way of using your body. Amen. When you begin to use your body abnormally, it says he didn't regard his life. It's in the Bible. He didn't regard. He was tired, but he kept pushing himself. And then he retired again. Yeah, he was tired, and then he what? Retired. <laughs> kept on pushing himself. Now, if you are tired, you keep pushing yourself, you retire again. <laughs> And if you continue pushing yourself beyond retirement, you burn out. Now, burnout is a condition where the source of life has burnt out. 
the vital or the vital force that forces you to wake up in the morning, the vital force that makes you to walk, the vital force that makes you to think. It's it's something that can burn out, it can exhaust. When that happens, you have got no more will to live. You have got no more strength to power you through life. That's the end of your story. And if there's a career that is burning people out more than any other career on earth is pastoral ministry. Oh, yes. That's why when you're talking to people out there, listen to their stories. You meet so many bent out pastors. So many. So many. Ministerial no, grace and calling is never meant to be retired from. That's why in your Bible, you never find any high priest resigning or retiring. It was meant for life. Why? Because in the process, there are generations that are coming. You graduate from being an active person to being a mentor, fathering someone who is younger than you. You father them into the, until the day you die. When you are dying, you say, if you see me when I'm going, I'll give you the mantle. Oh, yes. And then Elijah gives the mantle to Elisha. Elisha begins to run with the gospel with more fire than even Elijah. That's how God intended this. Imagine, imagine the way I am. By the time I'm done with you, there will be, be X number of you like me. Are you hearing me? Oh, oh yes. yes. Are you hearing me? Uh -huh. So imagine I'm not even there. Now I drop dead. What does that mean? You know, I think about these things. Even when I'm flying, I'm, I'm, when I get on that plane, I tell the plane, plane, behave yourself. <laughs> there are so many lives behind me. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, I travel a lot with these guys. They'll tell you. I travel a lot. I go to places. My wife can only say, hey, be safe where you're going. <laughs> I go to places. Oh, you see me here on Monday, you see me on Sunday. That's all you see. You have got no idea where I've been in, the, in between. I go to places to do crazy stuff. Yes. Crazy stuff. My wife can only say, be what? Safe. Some of the places I go to, I have to take presidential security. Wow. Physical. President, president. I'm talking about people who are president's security in that nation. They have to guard me. Yes. Armed. Armed. I'm talking about armed. Not with your toy guns. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. Because as a prophet, I'm a man on a mission. I'm a man on a mission. Oh, yes. So I cannot afford it to die young. I must come to the finishing line where I shall look back and say, I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. What is the meaning of me now is not to receive the crown. And that day I shall be releasing mantles. Get, get this mantle, get this mantle, get this mantle, get this mantle. I'm releasing mantles. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. So that when I'm gone, the next generation shall do things that the world has never seen before. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. 
I don't want a situation where I just drop dead from nowhere. Boom, I'm gone. And then everyone is scratching their heads. What happened to our prophet? Oh, our prophet, our prophet. I don't want that nonsense. Amen. I don't. That day I shall tell you, guys, today I'm going. I'm, I've been told at this time I'll become, they, they're coming to pick me up yeah. because my work is done. Can we gather, have our last service and just celebrate? And just have a party. I lay hands on all of you here, anoint everything. And then I sit down and say, my guys, guys, time has come for me to go. And then we just continue celebrating. I get what I'm saying? Oh, yes. But when someone does prematurely, it's not a cause for celebration. It's a cause for a funeral. Say neighbor. Neighbor. We are still in church. We are still in church. Because messages like these ones, they are never preached on the pulpit. So, Hallelujah! Jump up here! Go fire! Cast demos! Hallelujah! Come on! I know. <laughs> we must manage our health. Say neighbor. Neighbor. Manage your health. Manage your health. Say neighbor. Neighbor. You have got only one earthly tabernacle. You've got only one earthly tabernacle. The other tabernacle. The other tabernacle. Is in heaven. Is in heaven. <laughs> For the work of Christ. Because of the work of Christ. It deserves me a lot. It deserves me a lot. Because of the work of Christ. He was nigh unto death. So Apostle Paul had to plead so that I should not have sorrow after what? Sorrow. sorrow. So the guy had sorrow. They had, just, they had just gone through some sorrowful event. So he had to negotiate. Lord, please, not this one again. Not this one. Because if people hear again that this one is gone, what do you think they'll talk about me? Not this one again, Lord. Please, please have mercy. So when I'm, so when, I'm, when I'm saying today's our last Sunday, go and rest. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. I know. We are so busy here at Streams International. I'm telling you, we are so busy. Day and night. If we are going to, next year, this place will be open. 24-7, this place will be open. Power. Are you hearing me? I'm talking about when? Next year, this place will be open What? 24-7. You come here, you want to pray, you just walk in and begin to pray. Whether you want to come at 2 a.m., there'll be time to pray 2 a.m. Shut up, Maya. You'll be finding my pastors here, they'll be praying with you, praying for you every single day. Are you hearing me? I'm talking about every single day. Oh, yes. Next year's operation, no mercy. Oh, yes. Amen. <laughs> Say neighbor. Neighbor. You have to rest. You have to rest. It will get busy. It will get busy. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Now you understand why I'm sending on a holiday. Go. Have some massage. You know, a Malawian man. The way I am, hearing massage, I'm like, what is that now? <laughs> I am a Malawian man. Hallelujah. 
But you see, people don't know the testimony huh, of that, that, that gift voucher, that, that gift that you gave. People don't know. When was that? Uh, can you give her the microphone? I entered um, a competition online where you could um, honour someone that you feel has really done a lot of dedication in community and a lot of work. So I entered Mama and Papa into this competition. They can't see you. My media oh. team, they're on holiday already. No, I mean. <laughs> hey! I'm not even five foot. No one's going to see me anyway, but anyway. Look, look, look into oh, that. Okay. Which camera? Okay, look into this one. Okay. Um, so, yeah, last year, oh, sorry, year before, I won a competition where I entered mum and dad into because they were looking for community leaders have done a lot for the community. And, um, yeah, they, they came back to me and said that they had won, they'd been chosen because I put in all the community work they'd done for everyone in the community. I said, these two people dedicate 24-7 to so many people around the globe. I didn't say it was just Sydney. And it was um, in the city, in the brand new uh, hotel, which um, I'm trying to think which Crown one. Crown Casino. Crown Casino. And it was, I think, three nights? Two. Two or three? Two nights. Two nights, yeah. And they had massages, they had food, they had, like, all these gift vouchers and everything. And I was thinking, oh, I'm a bit jealous. Because um, I was like, hmm, that was a good one. God, you deliver from the jealousy. Yeah, yeah. I'm just... Yeah. <laughs> It was yeah. very and good. I was just waiting because they had, I think, I think you had a year. Of, yeah, the thing is, during the COVID, when yeah. we booked it, they said you need to bring your your Jewish yeah. papers. Yeah, and I was like, oh. I said, me, we don't drink Jewish. Yeah, so we just held. So off. they cancelled the thing. Yeah. They said you, if you don't date the Jewish, you not come here. Yeah. So then I emailed them. So I told, her, I nah. said, but you were, there were nah. your people misbehaving there. Yeah. So, she, so I contacted them. I said, listen. When you win something, you win something. No matter what, they deserve this. So I said, please, can you look back into it? So I had a really nice guy that came on the email and said, what's the situation? I said, they won this fair and square. They have waited. The COVID time is over. They deserve this. And he said, no, no, I'm looking into this. And straight away sent an email that day and said, no, they get the voucher back. They get everything back. And they, they went away. And that was And wonderful. I quickly booked. Yes. To make sure quick. they don't change their mind again. That's right. I quickly booked. Yes. Thank you, my daughter. Yeah. I quickly booked. And then I went to, I took my, uh, my princess. I said, honey, you know, I love you so much. Um, you've done so much for me. I just want to honor you. Uh, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> but I took her to Crown Casino. Wasn't that amazing? Powerful. We went there. My God. They are living in, a, their, in their own little world. Yeah. They are not part of us. I'm telling you, they are not part of us. You find people waiting for you in the car park. You just stop. They, they are running to open the door for you. They are faster than even Aiden. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Tell you, I'm telling you. Then you come out. Hello, hello. Why should we address you, Doctor Nyasolo? Yeah. 
hello, hello, Dr. Nyasolo, you know, come here. They carry our bags, come to the reception. I'm like, ooh. I'm like, hallelujah. Here's our dress code. When you go to the restaurant, there's this restaurant there. This restaurant, you need to book in advance. There's a massage here. You know, you need to book what, what. I'm like, honey, we are here to enjoy. <laughs> Let's switch off the phones. Let's relax. I went for a massage. Oh, my God. I felt so relaxed. It was so good. Hey. It was so good. You can imagine my tongues changed that day. Hallelujah. You are the king of glory. Oh, yes. The most high God. Say neighbor. Neighbor. You need time to relax. You need time to relax. Are you with me? Oh, yes. There's something that people miss in the Bible. Verses like those ones we just read it over and then off we go. We do not take time to understand what the Bible is saying. You can die young in the, at the peak of your ministry. Epaphroditus, that one, was saved by the last bell. He was going. He is up, uh, dying in the presence of Apostle Paul. Wow. It wasn't in the, in the presence of Brother Soso. No, it was in the presence of who? Apostle Paul. The great apostle who wrote most of the New Testament as you know it. He could not save the guy. He had to plead to the Lord. He said, God has mess on me. Mess on me. He had to plead. So that I should not have what? Sorrow after sorrow. Sorrow after sorrow. He had to plead. They mismanaged their time. That's why my prayer is this season. You're going to just have time to rest. That's why he said it's not time to be, oh, we are not meeting at our church. Now I'll come to your church. <laughs> I'll fire you myself. <laughs> I want you to rest. What did I say? Rest. What did I say? Rest. Because sometimes we think we are bigger than God. God himself rested on the seventh day. Oh, yes. After doing all the work on Monday, day one, day two, day three, day four, day five. By the time he was hitting day six, he said, hallelujah, praise, praise me because I'm about to rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, hey, I'm done. The Bible says on the seventh day, God what? And he sanctified it. What does he mean? He made it special. He made it holy. So the season we are entering in these three weeks, it's a holy season. I'm going to make a prayer. I'm going to sanctify this time. When you can just relax and chill out. 
But I'm telling you, you're going to hear God more in this season than another time. I receive. You're going to have visions in the spirit in this season, in this season than any other time in your life. I receive. Are you hearing me? Oh, yes. You're going to be having prophetic dreams than another time in your life. I Am I talking to someone right here? Oh, yes. Say yes. Yes. Because most of you think, oh, I should have been in church now. God will... No, 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 no. God will talk to you more in this season than being here. Oh, yes. Haven't you read in your Bible? Be still and know that I am what? God. The word you know there in Hebrew is yada. Yada. Y-A-D-A. It's a bad word. Go deeper. It's not a good word. It's a bad word. Huh? It's a bad word. Ask me how. How? Because Adam knew his wife and she conceived and gave birth to a son. Adam yada. Hey. It's only for the mature. 18 plus. The Bible says and Adam knew Eve his wife and she conceived. That's the word yada there. Can you see what I'm saying? Yes. So the Bible says, be still. And what? Yada. In other words, when you're in that state of stillness, there's, there's spiritual exchange taking place between your spirit and the spirit of God. And the result of that spiritual exchange is a spiritual conception. The Bible says, be still and yada that I am God. You begin to know God intimately. Not just superficial. It's, an inti it's a time of intimacy. Say, I'll have time to rest. I'll have time to rest. So our first service is on the 31st of December. My leaders... You start working again on the 27th of December to finalize arrangements for our crossover. Are you hearing me? But I'll, wake, I'll talk to the media team so that probably on Sundays we put something there. There's so much footage that you've never even seen. Too much footage. So on Sundays, as you're in your bed, having coffee in your bed, or you're having a pedicure, what do you call pedicure? Pedicure. pedicure. That one. Me too, I'll go for one. <laughs> the other day, the other day, I went for, I went into this shop. So I sat down. I said, yeah, what, what can we do for you? I gave them my hand. I said, can you do something? <laughs> you could see their confusion. <laughs> they were so confused. I said, do you do men or not? But, but, but we, we, we've never seen a man coming for that. I knew what they said, especially a man with your color coming here. That's even strange. But I said, yeah, do it. How much? They told me. I said, no problem. Do it. So I, I relaxed my hand. Power. Someone say me too. 
Me too. I have to take care of this earthly tabernacle. Rise on your feet. Say, oh Lord. Oh Lord. As I enter into this season into this season of rest of rest i pray i pray for intimacy for intimacy with your spirit with your spirit in the mighty name of jesus thank you for listening to keep in touch with our ministry visit our website at www.streams.org.au and follow us on all social media platforms at streams.international It is a blessing to share with you all our prophetic revelation teachings and it's our prayer to see you transform into mature sons of God. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Be blessed and until next time, Shalom.